Good morning. We are Tim and Michelle Hill with Connect Over Coffee, and this is the Morning Moments Matter Show. We are here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning for about 10 minutes, about the time of a cup of coffee, to start your day with a shot of caffeine, <laughs> good news, and inspiration. And we're stumbling over our words a little bit Because it's Monday. Welcome to Monday. <laughs> Happy day. It's going to be a good week. It's always a good week. It with is. You. I have my Superwoman shirt on. I'm ready to go. And I've got Taekwondo, so look out. <laughs> Okay, threatening our audience. That's a great way to start your week. Your morning moments matter. How you start your day influences the whole rest of your day. So we are starting with fun and celebration this morning and hoping that that brings some joy to the rest of your day. What are we celebrating today? Today, July 12th, is National Paper Bag Day. I don't even know how to respond to that. National Paper Bag Day. Yes. Who, who thought it was important to acknowledge paper bags? Well, Do you know? No, I don't know who started it. Sometimes this information, you get a lot of information about the National Day. Sometimes not so much. We don't know who started this holiday, but we do know who started the paper bag. American inventor Francis Wall received credit for his patent for the first paper bag machine back in 1852. So before that, they would just put their groceries in their shirt or something (laughs) and carry them home. I don't know what they did. Burlap sack, maybe. I don't know. They had bags that weren't disposable. Well, not all paper bags are disposable. Not all paper bags are disposable. I've got paper bags I've had for years. But that has nothing to do with whether they're disposable or not. That has to do with your hoarding tendencies. I don't hoard. I collect. There's a fine line. (laughs) A very fine line. And if you tell me you you have paper bags from the 70s, it's gone over that line. Not if it's serving its functional purpose. Then it's not hoarding. No, I don't think <laughs> I that's true. I think that's another episode. True. <laughs> Wait till National Hoarding Day. Till I create it. <laughs> but you celebrate that every day. <laughs> I know, and I want to share that with everybody. I need to make it a national holiday. I know. International. You don't. Interstellar. People on other planets need to celebrate hoarding. What could you possibly be doing with a paper bag from the 70s that would be Hold- worthwhile to... Holding albums from the 70s? <laughs> You have a paper bag where you store your albums from the 70s? So no, you're just, storing your albums incorrectly. Well, I just made that up. I'm <laughs> sure I have something in the 70s in a bag from the 70s being cared for properly by the wonderful invention of the paper bag. I'm absolutely sure you're correct. Wow, we've gone a huge rabbit hole here. <laughs> <laughs> Way off script. The script's like down in the valley. Not only do we carry, bring it back, not only do we carry our groceries in our lunches and paper bags, it is a highly functional item that comes in handy in a surprising number of ways besides hoarding. I will give you three. Okay. Number one, it helps reduce anxiety when you're hyperventilating. Yes. Because you, you put it over your nose and your mouth. There's specific directions. I did look up that. To hold it over your nose and mouth and then you breathe in and out really fast. Which is not hard when you're having an anxiety attack because you're breathing really fast anyway. So Not one of the first uses I would have thought of, but definitely <laughs> helpful. Yes. Yes. Number two, you probably thought of arts and crafts because you use paper bags and all types of paper things for your collaging. So arts and crafts and people decorate bags, paper bags in arts and crafts. They're used as gift bags in arts and crafts to make gift bags in arts and crafts. You don't seem impressed by this use. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's one. How about a Valentine's Day card holder, collector? 
<laughs> I, I have some of those when, with a heart on oh it. Oh my gosh, are you serious? <laughs> yes, I'm sure I do. You have paper bags with a heart on it that collected Valentine's Day things when you were in elementary school. Perhaps. I might need to inspect your boxes <laughs> of mementos a little more carefully. <laughs> hey, you never know what you get with me. Another use, moving right along, ripen fruit. Yes. If you get some peaches and they're not quite ripe, put them in the, in the paper bag. Avocados, same way. They ripen them faster. So that's your three. But I'll give you a bonus, also related to food, because apparently I'm hungry when I look these things <laughs> up. It will freshen stale bread. I did not know that. It was a new use for me. So put the bread in the bag with a little water moisture put it in the microwave the bag acts as a little steamer with the moisture of the water and it freshens your stale bread there you go now not only can you celebrate papered bag day with your friends you can freshen your stale bread and ripen your fruit such a useful podcast isn't it so today i want you to share your uses of your paper bag put it on social media and hashtag paper bag day it's a thing <laughs> What's the paper bag greeting? How are we to greet our friends who are celebrating? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Say that a little louder. You always stump me on these because I always forget that we're going to have to do a greeting about, hey, paper well, bag. Well, if you're celebrating, you got to be able to talk about I know it. One way, I know one way you shouldn't greet anybody with paper bag day. By putting it over their head. Hey, that's a good one. Actually, you could cut holes in it. That's another use. <laughs> As a ghost costume. As, as a paper bag. You want to be anonymous. Like if the, your favorite team is really <laughs> sucking, but you're going and you don't want people to know that, you put little eye holes in there and put the bag over your head. So anytime you don't want to draw attention to yourself. Put a bag over your head. <laughs> that'll work. Or on the gong show back in the 70s and 80s, there was the unknown comic. Do you remember that? Yeah. He, he would come out and tell really bad jokes. And he didn't want to be known, so he had the bag over his head. All right. Well, that gives you one thing to celebrate <laughs> if you woke up this morning feeling like you had nothing <laughs> and a whole do. lot of uses for your paper bags. So let's let's switch to the good news story. It's a hard pivot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure there's much you could pivot to after that conversation that would be an easy pivot. Maybe you could relate it to plastic bags. Hey, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> Today's good news story starts with not-so-good story. I'm going to read you some statistics about, you guessed it, plastic. plastic. So most of us have some idea that plastic is a problem, but I'm going to give you some specifics. So here we go. One million plastic water bottles are purchased every minute. Every minute? Across the globe. That's a lot. One million every minute. Unfortunately, less than 10% of all plastic is recycled. Half of all plastic in the world today was produced in the last 15 years. We've been making plastic wow. a long time. But I mean, you know. It was mentioned in the movie The Graduate. Plastics are the future. <laughs> and that was back in the 60s. Yeah, well, so maybe 30, 40 years isn't that long, really. I guess it's 50 or so. 40, 50, 60 years? We don't do math on this show. <laughs> no disclaimer. math can be done in the morning ever. <laughs> um, half of all plastic in the world produced in the last 15 years. Okay, so here's a good one. It takes at least 450 years for a single plastic bottle to decompose. Wow. So the plastics that have been made, none of it has ever fully decomposed. Right. That's depressing. Yeah, this, the, somebody actually made that a little more real that said if, if William Shakespeare had used ballpoint pens to write his famous writings that they would still be around 
Wow. Yeah. He's old. He's, he's pretty old. And dead. Yeah. So single-use plastic bottles are usually made of PET. Now, that's a material that photodegrades instead of biodegrades. And even when bottles break down through photodegradation, tiny pieces of microplastic are left behind, which can reach critical drinking sources and harm wildlife and people. Research suggests that there is eight to four million tons of that microplastic Gosh. on the seafloor. This is this is Monday. It's staggering. It's, I know. I know. This is depressing. So every minute, a garbage truck worth of plastic pollution ends up in the ocean. Every minute, there's a million plastic bottles purchased, but every minute, a garbage truck worth of plastic pollution ends up in the ocean. Oceana estimates <sighs> that 17.6 billion pounds of plastic enter our oceans every year. 18 billion pounds of With plastic. A Going into the ocean. That's All right, I think there's only two more. By 2050, there will be more plastic in the ocean than fish by weight. This is horrible. Yes, it really is. So I like pa pa paper better. Paper paper bags are better. <laughs> That's why there's no plastic bottle day. <laughs> That's right. There's a paper bag day. So plastic production and pollution are both expected to increase in the coming years, despite. The fact that there is increased media, increased government, and increased scientific attention to this on how this plastic pollution harms our ecosystems, our wildlife, and even human health. So a little bit more about human health. Scientists have found BPA plastic inside more than 90% of Americans tested. Wow. You're carrying it around in your body now. So and the that, other 10% are like indigenous tribes in the rainforest who've never seen plastic. Yeah. So I, that means well, pretty much everybody. <laughs> pretty much. Microscopic bits of plastic have most likely taken up residence in every major filtering organ in your body. Researchers have found evidence of plastic contamination in tissue samples taken from the lungs, the liver, the spleen, and the kidneys. Now, research has shown that on average people ingest... That means you're eating it, plastic, every five grams of plastic every week. That's the equivalent of a credit card worth of plastic that you are taking into your mouth every week. When's the good news part come? Right now. Okay, good. <laughs> Obviously, that's not the good news <laughs> part of the report. So I told you all that so that you would get an idea of how good this news actually is. Researcher, I can't say that word today. I've stumbled over it every single time, and I've said it like 10 times. Scientists. <laughs> Scientists have discovered that bacteria that lives inside one portion of the cow's gut can break down several types of plastic. That's great news. That's great news. I thought you were going down the, the like, well, we're going to, how to use plastic for other things, but you're actually going down the road of, we found a way to get have it, rid of it. Get rid of it. That's right. Scientists at the University of Natural Resources and Life Science in Vienna, Austria, found that bacteria living inside one of the four compartments of a cow's stomach can digest certain plastics so they can eat it and dissolve it including those that we use to make single-use plastics. So the next step that they have, this isn't like ready to go out and eat up all the plastic that we have. The next step is they have to find the microbes responsible so that then we can actually reproduce and engineer them. I guess there's not enough Oh, they don't want to feed it. You don't want to feed the plastic to the cow. feed it to the cow. It's just one of the elements in one of their stomach chambers that can eat it up. So huh. to add to the amazement that there's something <laughs> in a cow's stomach that can 
besides get rid of know, plastic being tasty to eat besides oh it's not tasty the results of the study <laughs> well, I mean, that was published in a a magazine that i'm sure you've read called the frontiers in bioengineering and biotechnology i have a lifetime subscription i thought you did they found that all three plastics could be broken down in hours by a cow gut liquid made up of that stuff they found that eats it this is great news i know it really is all right so there's also other people that are working on similar kinds of projects the university of portsmouth in england has uh the word i want is missing um i can't think of it um worked with the National Renewable Collaborated. Energy. Collaborated. Collaborated, that's the perfect word. Collaborated with the National Renewable Energy Laboratory in the US. And they are working on a similar kind of idea. Their team of scientists engineered a super enzyme capable of breaking down PET plastic into its building blocks also in a matter of hours. Not just a regular enzyme. No, super, super enzyme, super. because that's super. That's, that's fantastic. Super califragilistic, yeah. never mind. The discovery was described by scientists there as another leap forward towards beating plastic waste. Considering how big that problem is, if we could actually take that out of our environment, that would be good, good news. Absolutely. You pulled it all together at the end. It started off very disturbing with all the plastic. but Well, that was to... my intent. <laughs> because when you begin, I mean, everybody kind of knows that there's this problem with plastic. And everybody but you don't think about knows. it. You're just like, ah, oh, I'll just throw that away, throw that away. But when, yeah, it, it's more of a, a cumulative problem than I think most people realize. How it's much... huge. I mean, I didn't realize it was that significant. I know it's a problem. Mm -hmm. I even make an attempt whenever I have to choose plastic or something else, I choose something else. But I have a friend who, this was five years ago, four years ago, tried to go a month without bringing any plastic into her home, and she said it was almost impossible. Yeah, almost completely that. impossible to go through life not using or bringing more mm. plastic into, the, into her house. I thought that was, was an interesting experiment, and it really opened my eyes to how much I use around our home now. And I've made a concerted effort since then to not use as much. I always bought plastic water bottles and now I just try to buy one and use them only only in specific circumstances and drink out of glasses and re and water bottle or uh, or paper reusable water bottles anytime and using a plastic bags instead of using paper bags instead of plastic is another way you can reduce your plastic consumption that's true that's good so that's there you go story. that's the good news for today all right today's to-go cup quote is from John Lennon when you do something beautiful and nobody noticed, do not be sad. For the sun, every morning is a beautiful spectacle, and yet most of the audience still sleeps. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking that you put this in there just as a kick to me. <laughs> <laughs> Since you see the sunrise more than I do. I did and not I've have, that was not my intent out of the habit of getting up as early as I should, so. But it's so beautiful. It is, and it's a good thing that the sun doesn't do its morning rising. For the reason many of us do good things to be admired or we would be in trouble because there would be not enough people watching. That's true. And then if the sun stopped doing it because of that, that'd be big trouble. It too. would be big trouble. One of the most impactful things I have ever done was a volunteer project that I made for myself that I did every single week for two years, I think I did it, that no one knew about. I didn't know that. No, I didn't. <laughs> I don't think I've told you about it. It changed my character for the better. It was. It had a huge impact on my life. Um, actions that are beautiful are worth doing when no one sees them. So today's to-go cup takeaway is to do something beautiful in secret 
without looking for thanks, without looking for payment, without looking for personal publicity or recognition. Do something beautiful in complete secret. Like a ninja beautiful. Ninja beautiful <laughs> act. That's it. All right. Today's episode is brought to you by the Morning Moments Matters box. If you want an easy step into a morning routine, the Morning Moments Matter box is a super simple way to take the time you use to brew your morning coffee and turn it into a mini retreat that will start your day in a positive frame of mind. Great coffee and a ritual that engages your body, mind, and heart. Mind, engages your body, mind, and heart. Yes, you can find out more info at connectovercoffee.link backslash MMM. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. We look forward to coffee and conversation with you each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So we will be back on Wednesday. So make plans to join us then. Until then, remember that your best day starts this morning. Stay caffeinated, y'all. Places, places, everyone. What? <laughs> I don't know what that was, was but I was getting ready for my ninja no, 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 no. episode because you know I'm stealthy that way. Is that you... the episode where we're not actually here? Yes, that's on Tuesdays. <laughs> and Tuesdays and Thursdays are our special ninja episodes. We're so stealthy on those days. No one knows we've come or gone. That's right. Neither do we. Are we recording? Yes! Are we live? Yeah, no! <laughs> yeah, no! Yeah, no! It's Monday. It's Monday. Is it it's Monday? Monday? It's Monday. It's Monday's Monday. a great day. Monday's my favorite day that starts in M and ends in Y. <laughs> <laughs> Dear yeah. You're I was going to say so. <laughs> That's not what I was going to say. <laughs> you thought it, though. Uh, no, I didn't. <laughs> I did not. Hey, All this right. one, you start off. I need to quit fidgeting. You need to quit fidgeting and watch your, watch your watch. I'm a watch watcher. It makes too much noise. It does. But it's, it's one of my favorite gifts of all time. Yay. You gave it to me. Yes, I did. <laughs> Are you aware? I, I know. <laughs> Remember. Well, I was actually letting you know that I know. There's uh, gifts I've got that I don't know where I got. But your favorite gifts of all times, you ought to know where they came from. Right. You. All my gifts from you are my favorite gifts of all time. You can have more than one favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you what the other ones were. All of them. Yeah, that's cheating. From John Lennon. People know him. People know him. He was one of the Fab Five, or the Fab Four. We can edit that What's out. the quote? <laughs> <laughs> I touched nothing. It's the gremlins. I blame the gremlins.